Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about the refuge that is awareness. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, I'd like to start by sharing a uh, quote by Ajahn Sumedho, who says, Awareness is your refuge. Awareness of the changingness of feelings, of attitudes, of moods, of material change and emotional change. Stay with that, because it's a refuge that is indestructible. It's not something that changes. It's a refuge you can trust in. This refuge is not something that you create. It's not a creation. It's not an ideal. It's very practical and very simple, but easily overlooked or not noticed. When you're mindful, you're beginning to notice it's like this. So awareness is your refuge. This is one of those things you hear quite a bit in the mindfulness, meditation, contemplative spaces that uh, you can hear it so much that it can be quite trite. You might not hear awareness as your refuge a lot, that particular phrasing, but just this idea that mindfulness, meditation, it's about coming back to this place of awareness. And one of the things I've seen very often over the years is a lot of people who are new to this practice hear that idea and go, okay, nice idea, but like, then what do you do with the awareness? All right, I'm aware of my experience, now what? Or they say, like, I've, I, I'm already aware of my experience and I don't feel refuge in it. Um, so understandable pushback, but it's because uh, the awareness is not deeply embodied yet. I've never met anyone who has really embodied this teaching it's not a teaching, it's an aspect of yourself. I've never met someone who has really spent uh, a lot of time getting into that space and understanding it and embodying it deeply that has not been transformed by it. Usually when people are saying, like, I'm already aware of my experience, it's a little more conceptual than it is embodied. And, you know, this is the difference between like a, a couple times meditating versus three months, six months, a year, three years of like consistent practice. It doesn't need to be three years. You know, give it a couple months of 15 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, where you're just practicing dwelling in awareness. You need to give your your system, your being, time to reorient to a new way of being, uh, to re-identify, not re-identify, to, to identify with a different aspect of your experience. It's so used to being identified with thoughts as the filter, with beliefs, with emotions, that even when you are aware of 
some aspect of your experience, like an emotion. It's you're aware through your usual cognitive lenses. It's still being filtered through beliefs and ideas. You're just not you're not in the vastness of awareness. You're not you're not fully in it yet. And when you get that taste of really being in it, it's quite a paradigm shift. You see so clearly just how many inessential things you take as essential, how many trivial things like fleeting thoughts that you take as the truth or the defining aspect of your moment. Again, all of this, like, you probably already know conceptually. You don't even have to meditate to know that conceptually, that you're, you know, you're not your thought, you're not your emotion, you're not your physical pain. It doesn't take a meditation practice to really know that. You could just, you could start to understand it through your thoughts. But that's not the the liberating aspect of this. You're not going to be transformed by that understanding. It can only come from really dwelling in it. And and when you do, things start to reorganize internally. There's just this new sense of safety. It feels good to be in yourself. You can smile at all the other experiences that like are still important. The thoughts, the emotions, the sensations, things happening in your life, it's all there. But there's just like this bubble of security that's able to hold it all, that's able to watch the changing landscape of it, that's able to just relate to it with a different perspective. So wherever your meditation practice is, or whatever contemplative practice you might have, and chances are if you listen to this podcast, you at least have some sort of interest in this stuff. Um, and I, I hope you continue to take it seriously, seriously in the sense that like you maybe look forward to really trying your hand at it and giving it some time and maybe instead of just one or two minutes a day, which is great as a starting point, um, maybe saying, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to really try and carve some time out for this 20 minutes, 25 minutes, 30 minutes. Let's like actually give it a chance. You know, maybe you've been listening to this podcast for over a year, but never really got into a practice. Why not? Why not actually just make it a priority for a period of time? Or go on a retreat. That, that This was not meant to be a plug for my upcoming retreat, but since we're here, <laughs> um, join me for my upcoming retreat, June 11th through 13th, com forward slash retreat. Really give yourself the opportunity to go deep into meditation practice. And if finances are a barrier, you can reach out. Corey at limindfulness.com. We have partial scholarships. We'll make it happen. So all to say, awareness really can be a refuge when it is known deeply and intimately. And it can take some time. You can accelerate that time by going on a retreat, yes. You can accelerate that time by doing more practice. But there's a difference between just thinking about it or being kind of aware of something and really dropping into a a place in your being and reconnecting to the place in your being that is 
that just knows what is happening but is not of what is happening. That's where liberation happens through and through. It's the connecting thread of uh, every contemplative practice. So hope to see you at the upcoming retreat. And please share your stories with me on Instagram if you're, uh, if you're practicing and it's going well. I always love hearing from you all. Thank you for your practice. I'll talk to you soon. Until next time, take care.